Welcome back, everybody. We have an item on how expensive it can be to build a prison. One on a judge striking down anti-panhandling laws and a big college basketball day in a season of success and tragedy. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Well, friends and neighbors, the price of prison has gone up. Back in 2021, the Alabama State Legislature and Governor Kay Ivey agreed on a plan to build two 4,000-bed men's prisons, one in Elmore County and one in Escambia County. At that time, lawmakers approved $1.3 billion for the two prisons together. Now, this past August 2022, the state signed a deal with Cattle Construction Company to build the prison in Elmore County for $623 million. Now, if you know your math, that's in line with what had been approved, and it was called a, quote, initial guaranteed maximum price. But AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that on Wednesday, a panel of state officials approved a resolution setting the cap at $975 million for the Elmore County Prison. Now, again, for those who know your math, that's $352 million more than the initial guaranteed maximum price. State Finance Director Bill Poole, quote, The early estimates were based on a very preliminary design. The design is still not 100% complete. We increased educational and vocational space. Inflation has had a significant impact on construction costs, as is seen across all economic sectors. So we're trying to keep all of those costs contained to the greatest extent possible. Now, Poole said raising the cap allows the state to keep paying toward the project as work's being done in Elmore. He said the final contract price should be known this summer. The Escambia County prison is not as far along. Officials said that prison will be similar in design to the one in Elmore County, but without specialty facilities for medical and mental health care. A federal judge has ruled that Alabama laws against begging and pedestrian solicitation are unconstitutional, reports the Associated Press. Now, this is coming from a 2020 lawsuit filed on behalf of people who had received tickets or spent time in jail for panhandling in Montgomery. The state has acknowledged that the judge was bound by an early federal appeals court's decision that characterized anti-panhandling laws as a violation of free speech. Alabama Law Enforcement Agency Secretary Hal Taylor, quote, The First Amendment was not originally understood to require the government to permit panhandling in public, even so that begging is entitled to First Amendment protection is currently the law of this circuit. Now, during the legislative session, you might see lawmakers go a different direction in trying to cut down on panhandling, that is, trying to pass legislation preventing loitering on public highways. State Representative Reed Ingram, a Pike Road Republican, has a bill to increase penalties for loitering along state highways, and he said he wants it to give law enforcement officers the option of taking offenders to a shelter that could better handle mental health and drug issues. Alabama is certainly a basketball state today, with its two SEC universities playing in the first round of the NCAA tournament and both those games at Legacy Arena in Birmingham in two different regionals. Alabama plays Texas A&M Corpus Christi at 1.45 p.m. on CBS, and Auburn plays Iowa at 5.50 p.m. on TNT. The Crimson Tide, of course, has been the biggest story of the season, really, for all of college basketball. 
a number one seed in the tournament for the first time ever. It's been playing under a cloud since the January shooting death of Tuscaloosa mom Jamea Harris led to former player Darius Miles' arrest on murder charges. Now, since then, second-team All-American Brandon Miller has become a lightning rod since it was revealed that on the night of the killing, the gun that was used was in the vehicle he drove to pick up Miles at the scene. Miller wasn't found to have been involved further than that and wasn't charged with anything. Still, he's received not only taunts from opposing fans, but also anonymous threats, according to Tide coach Nate Oates. The program is taking it seriously enough that Miller's being accompanied by armed security. Also, on the eve of today's opener, the New York Times is reporting using unnamed sources that four Tide players were present during the shooting in January. Now, of course, Darius Miles has been arrested for his alleged role, although authorities say he wasn't the gunman. And Miller drove to the scene and had Miles' gun in his car. And it's been reported that Jaden Bradley was at the scene, but hasn't been implicated as being part of any crime. And now the Times is reporting that freshman walk-on Kai Spears was a passenger in Brandon Miller's car that night. A university spokesperson called that story inaccurate. Quote, Based on the information we have, there were no current student-athletes present at the scene other than Brandon Miller and Jaden Bradley, who are both fully cooperating witnesses. Thank you all for listening. It's been a while, so let me plug the Down in Alabama newsletter again. When you listen to this news briefing, maybe sometimes you want to know more about one of the stories we bring you. Our newsletter offers links to the stories we talk about here and other links to stories that are similar to the kind of stories we might have here. To get the newsletter emailed to you every weekday, just go to AL.com, click on the menu icon at the top left of your screen, you know, those three stacked horizontal lines, then click on email newsletters and scroll through that page until you get to Down in Alabama. There are a bunch of other newsletters there for you to consider too. Down in Alabama is just the best. We appreciate you and hope you come back here again tomorrow. Until then, you're always welcome to come by and see what we're up to on the internet at AL.com. Mm-hmm.